Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Little Ray of Health podcast. I am your host and hormone health bestie, Emily Ray. I'm a certified holistic health coach, and I help women balance their hormones naturally using food as medicine. Today's little short and sweet episode is about 10 of my favorite hormone balancing foods or 10 foods that support hormone balance and why. And this list of foods is not boring or tasteless or like, oh my gosh, I have to add that into my diet. I have to eat that. These are honestly all foods that I have on my weekly or daily rotation. I probably eat three out of 10 of these every single day and it's delicious. I mean, chocolate is on the list. Like how can you go wrong? So let's get into it. First on the list, and this was my favorite food as soon as I could eat solid foods when I was a baby, this was my favorite food to eat and honestly is still in my top 10 today, 29 years later, but avocado. So avocados contain healthy fats that help to balance your hormones. It's also rich in vitamin E, which is really good at combating inflammation and can help to regulate estrogen levels. So that's a little fun fact about avocados that I bet you didn't know. Avocados are also super high in fiber. So a lot of people ask me like, Emily, I don't see you eat that many vegetables. And I really don't eat that many traditional vegetables. I eat a lot of like starchy veggies like potatoes, carrots, um, squash. But in my opinion, I count avocado as a vegetable because it's also a fiber. And so I kind of interchange veggies and fiber. Next on the list, another one of my favorite foods, salmon. Now I'm going to talk about either wild salmon, coho salmon, king salmon. I think that's all of them or sockeye. Please avoid farm-raised salmon whenever possible. Now, Trader Joe's, if you shop at Trader Joe's, they have wild salmon and they also have farm-raised. Farm-raised is just, they have to add color to it. It's way fattier. So yes, it's less fishy and it tastes so rich, but it just has less of the good for you stuff. And again, they add color to make it pink because it's not naturally pink. What gives salmon its rich color is astaxanthin, which is super good for you, um, but you can't really get that in farmed salmon. And when you see that it's pink, again, they're adding color to the fish's feed to make it look that color. But wild salmon is a rich source of omega-3 fatty acids, which are essential for hormone health. Omega-3s are anti-inflammatory and can help regulate insulin levels, which in turn, as we know, balanced blood sugar can help balance other hormones. Next on the list is berries. And specifically, I will say organic. Try to get organic whenever you can or wash them really well. Um, I like to wash my fruits and veggies in filtered water with just a splash of apple cider vinegar. That seems to do the trick. So berries like blueberries and raspberries, one, they're really low in sugar, so that's amazing, and they're high in antioxidants, which can help reduce inflammation and support your overall hormone health and help regulate insulin levels, again, because they are low in sugar. So if I'm doing a chia pudding or like a Greek yogurt bowl, I always use berries. I also love to like make a little snack plate, like an adult, charcuterie is just adult Lunchables, you know? So I'll do some Simple Mills crackers, maybe some goat cheese or some raw milk cheese and a couple squares of chocolate plus some berries. It is one of my favorite little treats while I'm working. I seriously feel like sometimes I'm just a glorified six-year-old, you know? Snack plates are just the move. And I want to say I'm listing these like not in order of importance. I'm just listing them all out. So the next one on the list is red meat. Now I will say always try to buy organic grass-fed whenever you can. But if you can't, just know this. All cows are raised on grass most of their lives. 
So all cows are technically grass-fed, just not all of them are grass-finished. Ideally, you want a grass-finished cow, but if you can't get that or afford it or it's not available to you where you live all the time, it's okay. Don't stress. In my opinion, any red meat is better than no red meat. Um, if you can't find organic grass-fed, just go for the leaner cuts. So like maybe like a 93.7 gra- uh, ground beef and the fat. So the toxins are stored in the fat. So if you get a leaner cut, you're going to get less toxins. So that's just kind of the little red meat hack. But red meat is full of so many vitamins, minerals, nutrients, protein, amino acids, vitamin B12, saturated fats, cholesterol. It is just a nutrient bomb. It is so good for you, so nutrient dense. And I also get a question of like, how often can I eat red meat? Girl, there's times where I'll eat red meat every day if I'm craving it, if I feel like my digestion's good, if it sounds good. I just encourage you to listen to your body And if you feel sluggish or you feel like kind of yucky after you eat red meat, I would work on your stomach acid, work on your gut health, and maybe eat your red meat with a digestive enzyme to help that process. Next up, my personal favorite, dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is, it has magnesium, so it's a really good source of magnesium, which is super important for all over health, but definitely hormone health. And magnesium is also good for fighting those PMF. PMS cravings and reducing period cramps. So that's also a win. And it's rich in antioxidants, which I can't even talk today. Rich in antioxidants, which can help reduce inflammation. So basically, eat more dark chocolate. I eat dark chocolate every single day. I probably couldn't tell you the last time I went a day or even half a day without eating just a square of dark chocolate. I eat a square of chocolate after every meal, even breakfast. It's a habit I've had for a while. It's just kind of what signals to my brain that I'm like done with my meal. I don't know. I've been doing it forever. I don't even know where I got it, but it's just what I do. Next on the list is sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes so much. I feel like they're dessert also. Like you can, I used to do baked sweet potatoes with cashew butter, a little bit of cinnamon and a little bit of honey. And oh my gosh, it is divine. You could also add Greek yogurt and it would make it a super balanced snack with some protein in there. But sweet potatoes are amazing for hormone balance. They're a really good source of complex carbs, which can help regulate insulin levels because of the fiber. They're also rich in vitamin A, which supports overall hormone health once again. So I love sweet potatoes, but that's not to say that you can't also have white potatoes. That's another question I get. I feel like it's like that age old question of should I have brown rice or white rice? And honestly, have whatever rice that you like eating. If you hate eating brown rice and it makes you sad to eat it, eat organic white rice. Like, they're really not that different. And in fact, yes, brown rice has a little bit more fiber because of the whole, but it also contains higher levels of arsenic. So there's that. If you needed an excuse to choose white rice over brown. Now on to one of the most nutrient-dense foods that you could probably ever eat next to red meat eggs. Eggs are so good for you. They're full of cholesterol. They have vitamins E, A, D, K, as well as choline. It is just, they're they're just delicious. They're like these perfect little protein ball packed with nutrients, so satisfying. There's protein, there's fat. I just, I said in the last episode, I have like the ick with eggs right now and they just don't do it for me. But sometimes I crave a good deviled egg because I think the mayonnaise. I mean, how good is mayonnaise, you guys? 
I used to think it was so gross and fatty and whatever, not good for you. Now I'll make my own mayonnaise with organic pasture-raised egg yolks and organic avocado oil. And then I'll make aiolis, like I'll add some lemon zest, some lemon juice, and Dijon mustard, and I will pour it on everything. This next one's not necessarily a food, but it's more of like a spice or seasoning, and that is Ceylon cinnamon. So not just regular cinnamon, Ceylon cinnamon. It has special hormone balancing while insulin balancing really supports healthy blood sugar levels. There's just some little compounds in it, so anytime you can, buy definitely buy Ceylon cinnamon. You're going to have to go out and look for it. Usually all stores have it. It's in the same section as cinnamon, but you will see it's C-E-Y. L-O-N, Ceylon cinnamon. I sprinkle it on everything. I add it to my coffee. I add it to smoothies, chia pudding. Like I said, I'll I'll season my sweet potatoes with it. It's so good. Now I'm just going to kind of rapid fire a few um, fermented foods like sauerkraut support good gut health and are so good for you, as well as kefir or kefir. I'm not exactly sure how you say it, but it's like a fermented dairy drink. You can get goat kefir. You can get like dairy kefir. I buy the Alexandra Family Farm organic grass-fed kefir. So good for you. So good for your gut. Arugula is a really good leafy green because it's a bitter green. So it also helps support your digestive health. And I find that I can tolerate it way more than other raw greens. I love arugula so much. Beets are another great one. They really support liver health. And if we know anything about the liver is that it is crucial and it is integral in hormone balance because it helps you detox and get rid of excess hormones, which is so, so, so important. If you are not getting rid of excess hormones, you're not going to the bathroom daily, those excess hormones and toxins are going to recirculate in your body and they can really wreak havoc. I also feel like another kind of hormone superfood that's a little underrated is coconut milk. So especially if you can't tolerate cow's milk or you don't want to do goat's milk or anything like that, Coconut milk is a natural non-dairy milk. It's absolutely delicious and it's full of healthy fats. So before I discovered A2 dairy, I used coconut milk for everything. I love making Thai curries with it. I made lattes in the morning, coconut milk lattes. I though personally love the taste of coconut. So if you don't love coconut, you're definitely not going to like it. But I think it's definitely one of the underrated non-dairy milks out there. This last one is for my PCOS girlies and that is going to be spearmint tea, not peppermint tea, spearmint tea. This is really good for lowering androgens, lowering testosterone, and supporting overall hormone balance. So especially if you have PCOS, you struggle with hormonal acne or anything like that, I really suggest drinking at least one cup of spearmint tea a day and seeing how your symptoms improve. That is it for this little short and sweet episode of my top favorite hormone balancing or hormone supportive foods. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Always feel free to DM me on Instagram if you have any podcast request topics. Please rate and review this podcast because it helps it reach more women. I love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.